Hey guys, before we get started, I just wanted to tell you that the audio is super low in this. So I understand if you're frustrated when you're listening to it because it's turned down really low. It was an accident. I had my microphone and apparently did not have it plugged up correctly. So I was getting, or what you're hearing is audio that was um, coming directly from the iPad and it was pretty far away and I thought my microphone was plugged into it but it wasn't. So I apologize. Also, I wanted to be super just, you know, straight through with this. I did zero editing on this. I didn't, um, as I, you just heard me say, um, I, you're not going to hear any like short snippets cut out because I said, um, 16 times. I just wanted to go all the way through this. So just wanted to let you know that before you started listening, let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to Find Your Crime. Today I am going through a Reddit thread. And if you have ever listened to any of the other episodes, I am not a fan of Reddit. I just, I'm a, I don't understand it. I find it difficult to use. And so I figured the only way I was going to understand it, because it's actually, it's a big deal in the true crime community. And I figured the only way I was really going to understand it was by using it. So I downloaded it and I am on a thread right now that is called What's Your True Crime Unpopular Opinion? And it's a discussion thread. Um, here is something if you all could send me a message on Instagram or even send me an email. Some of them, some of the names say like r slash or u slash. Is that just their name or do, do those mean, do those slashes mean something? I'm not sure, but let's get started. Okay, so the first one on here, which I think is a hot topic when it comes to the true crime community, is Stephen Avery is guilty. And that was by Black Cat's Attack. That was a year ago that they posted this. I am in complete agreement. I actually believe that too. And then someone um, named Southern Beetle commented and said, I agree, I think he's guilty too. I don't think the show is incorrect about the mishandling of the case or even corruption of the cops, but I don't think we should jump to saying he's innocent because of it. I think he did it, and the cops had very little to prove it. Also, what they did to his nephew is appalling, but I still think he's guilty. And I completely agree. Um, they, they hit it the nail right on the head for how I feel about that case. It is just a gut instinct and... Number one, if you have only watched that documentary, but making a murderer, but you haven't um, listened to any of the other podcasts regarding it, then you're doing a disservice and you really need to listen to it because I, I agree. I think he's guilty. Um, of course, these are my own personal opinions and not fact. <laughs> so another one on here is by Floridian reader and it says Betty Broderick should be let go her husband needed killing he did everything he could to make life miserable for her before during and after their divorce I disagree I do not think Betty Broderick should be let go she committed murder and I think that's I mean that's the end of it she committed murder and from I listened to that podcast that came out not too long ago on the case I don't know why I can't even think of the name of it right now but I was listening to it, and I don't know if I missed some spots, but I guess I don't understand why everyone thinks that she should be um, 
that she wasn't guilty. I mean, even even though they know she killed him, they don't think she was guilty of um, of a real crime or anything. They think that she was that he deserved it. I do not think that. I one hundred percent believe that um, she should be in jail for the murder of her ex husband and his wife. So this next one is interesting. I have strong opinions in the um, the fact that I don't have strong opinions. I'm I'm so baffled by this case and it is Madeline McCann. And I think a, a popular opinion is that her parents had something to do with it. Another popular opinion is her parents had nothing to do with it and I honestly don't know. So um, this person says Madeline McCann's parents admitted to negligence and that negligence plays a major part in any theory of what happened. While it is terrible that she is missing, they directly contributed to her going missing and should be charged. I also have a hard time when I see more money thrown at the missing affluent white girl when there are many other missing person cases going unfunded with parents that have not admitted negligence and have a higher chance of being solved. 100% agree. I think that um, it's, it's difficult um, for some people to, um, to admit that, um, you know, pretty white children are um, more likely to have a case this big, but it is fact. I mean, you can look back. It is fact. And I think that this person... I mean, what happened to her, we don't know. And who knows if we will ever know. But 100%, the parents played a role in that negligence. This next one's good. Um, it's by Doom Brunch. And it says, my true crime unpopular opinion is that it is creepy to have a quote-unquote favorite murderer. I understand having particular cases that are compelling, but serial killer trendiness slash hero worship is aberrant abhorrent. <laughs> Did I just say that wrong? Um, anyways, yes, I completely agree. Um, I actually remember reading, it was, I think, Korn's lead singer used to have Ted Bundy's um, bug, his vehicle, and he said, I was, he said something, and I'm not quoting him, I can't remember exactly the way it was worded, but basically like, hey, all these people have been murdered, like what about their families and these these girls, like I have a wife and kids, and he just, um, he saw the error in, you know, the way he was collecting and kind of um, idolizing those things, and I really liked that he actually brought attention to that. Um, so, Bananas and Blow 1976 said the Mendez brothers should be eventually eventually be paroled and someone asked why and he said because they were sexually and emotionally abused and I don't think they are a threat to society especially if they are paroled in their 60s um I completely agree um I know that I keep saying I completely agree I'm not just picking ones that I agree with I'm just scrolling down through here and going and basically reading ones that I am familiar with so the Menendez brothers um you know, when I was younger, I had heard of them a little bit, but no one really talked about them a lot in my family, and I just thought they killed their parents, and that was it. Like, I didn't, I didn't realize what had happened, and I had listened to an episode 
um, from True Crime Obsessed and kind of got a backstory on it a little bit. And I, I agree. They should definitely be paroled. I am just... My heart breaks for, um, for children that have abuse like that. Actually, now that I'm saying that, I'm, I'm wondering about Betty Broderick because they said she was emotionally abused. Um, I, I think I'm going to be careful how I say this. Um, I don't know if I missed something in that Betty Broderick, um, or podcast I guess I'm confused as to why people I I saw more things about stuff she was doing to the ex-husband and um you know at the time his fiance than I saw than I heard about things that he was doing to her so I'm not saying that you know men who abuse should eventually or Men who are emotionally or physically abused should be let go, but women who are shouldn't. I'm just missing some information, I think, on the Betty Broderick case, and I will, um, I will look that up a little bit more um, whenever I'm done recording this. Okay, now we're really, <laughs> y'all are really getting to me. This one is Adnan, so it's R. Sherlock Holmes said, Adnan killed Hay, and then edited to add, there was only a small window of time for Hay to disappear. Totally implicating Jay, and then in parentheses it says, even though I do think he is a liar, while maintaining that Adnan is totally innocent is such a stretch, it baffles my mind. So when I originally listened to Serial, I was actually on the fence. I was like, I feel like Sarah Koenig um, did such a good job at not being biased. And I know that a lot of people are going to roll their eyes at that and say it was a biased podcast. I don't think that it was. There were times that I was just like, did he, did he not? And I listened to something else later, um, that had to do with physical evidence on Hey Min Lee's body. And I just, I don't think that he, is guilty and something that he said in serial he's on the phone with Sarah and something gets brought up about him being a good guy and he actually gets like a little frustrated and he's like I don't want people to think I'm innocent because I'm a good guy or you know nice or whatever he said I want people to think I'm innocent because there is no proof that I did this because I didn't and so I really that really hit me when he said that I I do not think that he killed her so you're you're spot on with that unpopular opinion there. Um, and this one, okay, so this case really just, it breaks my heart and it blows my mind. And, you know, speaking of small children going missing and the difference between an, an affluent white child and, you know, a minority, we have Asia Degree. And I was actually unfamiliar with Asia Degree's case. Um, I, I heard a podcast on it and I listened to it. And I, I know that there are a lot of people in the true crime community who know about this case. But people who don't listen to true crime all the time, they have no idea who Asia is. So if you don't know who she is, look up a couple podcasts on her. Look up some articles. It is heartbreaking. So Kelsey Ann 94 said, I think Asia Degree's parents know what happened to her. And then a couple people asked um, 
Oh, sorry. Um, one person asked for them to explain their theory, and she said, it just doesn't make sense that nobody noticed she was gone. And if it doesn't make sense, it isn't true. Somebody is lying. When I originally heard about this case, I was just, I was so confused. I don't necessarily think that the parents had anything to do with it. But after um, doing a little bit more digging and talking to other people about this, I do think that someone maybe in the extended family was grooming Asia. Um, and I, you know, maybe she's out there somewhere and she's fine, but it's just, and I, you know, in my heart, I would love for that to be true, but it's just, it's so strange to me. And as a child who was terrified of storms, you know, not just, I mean, I, it was an irrational fear of storms. I understand like when the parents say, you know, she, she was scared of storms. She wouldn't leave in the middle of the night. And I understand that fear of storms. So I know as a child, I wouldn't have, you know, ran out, ran away in the middle of the night in a storm because I was so scared of them. So it really makes me wonder, you know, what was going on that she thought, okay, this is, I'm going to go tonight. So the next one is by TMG1053. It says, Gypsy Rose is 100% guilty of being the mastermind and accomplice to her mother's murder. I think she gets far too much empathy regarding her crime and the fact that she is currently engaged and expected to be released only adds to my feelings of her guilt. I don't trust her to be free in society as she has mastered her mother's art of manipulation. She needs to be institutionalized for the remainder of her life. Not necessarily in jail, but she needs serious help and she needs not to be free. So I, I don't think that she needs to be locked up for the rest of her life. I actually don't know much about her current engagement and you know how she met this man that she's engaged to. Um, I don't really think she gets too much empathy because she was you know really abused but I do think I do agree with her sentence that she got. I don't think she should have got off scot-free but I don't think she should be locked up you know, for the remainder of her life. But I do think she should have, you know, therapy for the rest of her life because what she went through was just insane. Okay, so this one is by Anna. <laughs> Anna, 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 Anna. That's not how you say it, but that's the name. Um, it says, true crime podcasters that use a lot of humor and have these fun names are absolute are an absolute cringe show. And then she mentions a few podcasts. It says, I absolutely hate it. The lack of respect and professionalism just to get listeners and be edgy. No, F off. I have some, have some respect for the victims. So I, at one point, okay, so I've never listened to, you know, the really popular comedy um well I say really popular I do listen to one that's popular but I think the one that everyone goes to um to you know name I've never listened to it I do listen to true crime obsessed and obsessed with disappeared and I even say in my very first episode I was able to interview um the true crime obsessed hosts and that was um Jillian Pensavalli and Patrick Hines and in it, I said, when I first listened to it, like, it just felt wrong. I, you know, I just didn't think that it was right. I, it made me a little uncomfortable how they were laughing. And then I listened to it again. And 
I kind of changed my tune a little bit. I don't feel like they're, you know, being edgy or trying to be edgy or, you know, making jokes at the expense of victims. I actually find them to be super empathetic to the victims and they're very, you know, you know, we're not going to victim shame. And I just don't think of it as, you know, them trying to laugh at true crime. I just think it's a way of coping um, with this, these traumatic things that have happened and I think that's why they resonate with so many people because we are in a generation now where there is so much trauma and it's just another way of dealing. It's just their way of coping with these terrible things that are happening. I never listen to it and think, oh my gosh, I can't believe they said that because they're never saying anything about the victims. Yeah, they're going to poke fun at this or poke fun at that when it comes to, you know, the perpetrator or, you know, something like that. I just... I never listen and think, ooh, should they have said that? I just think it's, once you get past the initial of, okay, listening to true crime and they're laughing about something else. So the next one is John Benet Ran, Ramsey's parents and brother didn't kill her. And then someone else said, I believe this too. I think an intruder came through the basement window. Ooh. I do not agree with this. I think my opinion on this is a pretty popular one. Um, I won't really get into it because if you know anything about John Monet's case, then then you know you know what I'm thinking right now. So the next one is um, Lane Loves Lipstick said, "I'm not convinced Scott Peterson was guilty. I've sort of became become obsessed with consuming every documentary, podcast, court document, discussion post, etc., related to the case, and I lean toward his innocence. At the very least, I certainly believe there is reasonable doubt, and he should not be on death row, which we know now that um, death row conviction was overturned." recently but I agree um growing up I always thought he was guilty just guilty 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 now do I think there was circumstantial evidence oh for sure but I I still don't even understand how he, he was um convicted with zero physical evidence um I'm not saying he didn't do it um I <laughs> I don't think that he did but I um obviously I these are opinions and I could be wrong but that's um that's just really it okay so this next one actually it talks about Madeline McCann again and it says I don't believe Madeline McCann's parents had anything to do with her disappearance of course they should not left should not have left their children unattended then someone replied and said I have not formed an opinion on if the parents caused her to disappear or not but to be nitpicky I think that basically every realistic theory I've seen hinges on the parents negligence had they not been negligent to the degree they admitted to the police, I don't think she would be missing. It's rare that kids go missing, and it's far more rare if they are properly supervised. Many times, negligent parents get lucky and nothing serious happens. But, of course, sometimes abduction or death occurs. So, I actually agree with that. I don't know. I don't have an opinion on whether or not the parents had um, anything to do with it. But, yes, I, I do believe that almost every you know, that every realistic theory hinges, hinges on the fact that they were not supervised. Okay, I actually just found another one on the Menendez brothers. So it says, self-defense and retaliation are not the same thing. They premeditated the act, they went out of their way, purchased the guns, 
they had a plan. Whether or not they were being attacked when they shot their parents is irrelevant because they intended on killing them one way or another. Uh, yikes. Yeah, I agree. I do agree with that. So, you know, this is me backpedaling. I'm, it's so weird to have all these different opinions and be like, oh, yeah, well, I guess that could be right. But, yeah, I mean, if we're going back and now I don't think they should be in jail for the rest of their lives, this kind of goes along with, you know, Gypsy Rose. She was, you know, hardly sentenced. I know she didn't actually kill her parents, but she, you know, orchestrated the whole thing. I think it's similar to that. They needed to be in jail. I don't think they should be in jail for the rest of their lives. I don't see either one of them committing a murder again. So that puts us at the end of this thread. There's a couple other things, but I, I didn't mention them. Um, I am going to link this thread in the notes of this episode. So we're going to share this. Um, that way you all can look through it if you want to. There's in total 232 comments. There might be other, um, discussion threads that I haven't seen. And if I would love to keep going through these, I think they're really interesting now that I've looked at them. Um, I have not really, you know, set up who or what podcast or, you know, what YouTube channel I want to do next. If you have any suggestions, please send them my way and I will take a listen. But I do love the thought of kind of going through these threads and, and discussing them. Not necessarily unpopular opinions, but just just some. So anyways, let me know what you think. Um, you can email me at findyourcrimepod at gmail.com or you can find me on Instagram at findyourcrime. So thank you so much for listening and you guys have a great day.